I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. Welcome to another episode of the After the Storm podcast, the final episode of 2022. And what a year it was. Obviously, the year in which this podcast debuted. And I remember going all the way back to March, writing and producing the first episode, not having an idea of what it would exactly sound like, what I wanted out of it. But then fast forward all these months later, all the interviews, all the guests that I've had on the show, all the people that have reached out, told me that they took something away from something that I said or something that one of my guests said. And we arrive at the end of the year with one final episode to recap everything that happened and to really go over the highs and lows of a roller coaster like 2022. And so just like we did last week, uh, I sent a lot of people uh, a prompt to uh, pretty much tell me their favorite songs, their favorite albums, and the sounds that would remind them of 2022. And so this week, I asked a lot of the same people to send me uh, voice memos describing some of their high points, some of their low points of the year things that they had to overcome, how they persevered, and so that we could all share it as a community. And so I know that this week's prompt is a, is a bit deeper than last week, so this is more of a shooting my shot kind of prompt. I didn't expect everyone to feel comfortable to disclose or share kind of the hardships they went through, and that's entirely okay. But along the way, I discovered something really cool because... I had people tell me that, you know, they didn't really go through any hardships this year, that there weren't really many low points. And it's honestly amazing uh, to hear that some people really had nothing but good things to say about this year. It, it, it brings me joy because I love to see the people around me uh, progress and grow. And uh, if there can never be any hardships for any of us, then obviously I think that's a deal we'd all be willing to take. But at the same time, there are people that, you know, definitely had some low points this year that struggled through many things. And that's pretty much what this show is about. It's uh, an open format, a platform for people to share those stories and to be open, to be vulnerable and uh, potentially have someone hear their story that completely relates to it. And there's nothing more helpful than knowing that someone else out there knows your struggle knows what you're going through and com can completely relate with it so uh, along the way uh, between this week's episode uh, you'll hear obviously me speak about what my year was like uh, some of the low points the high points how i started the year how i'm ending it and you'll also hear members of the after the storm community sharing their thoughts their low points their high points and just their thoughts on an overall crazy, crazy year. 
And I don't think that I speak for myself only when I say that 2022 finally felt like the first normal year that we've had in pretty much the past three years. Obviously, 2020 came around. We don't have to get into the details of what happened that year. Obviously, February, March, the whole world was uh, turned on its head uh, with COVID and we were all locked indoors and life was just completely different. And I think that that was the starting point in just a uh, kind of had this like spiraling effect, this domino effect that uh, would last into 2021 where a lot of people were just kind of going through it, you know, obviously people go through things all the time. Um, I'm sure that throughout our 20s, we've all had struggles, we've all fought demons, but there was just something specific about 2021 and 2022 that really highlighted so much of this. And so I feel like mental health and the discussion about mental health has never been more prominent in our society than it is right now. So it felt great for 2022 to finally feel kind of like a normalized year. Concerts were were, were back. People were outside. Um, we barely heard about COVID this year. Uh, and it just, I don't know, it, it kind of gave, gave us that, that, that spark that we all needed to kind of get back to a normal life and get out of our own heads uh, and just kind of continue living the, the, the great life that we all know we want to live. So... 2022 already kind of had definitely way more potential than 2021 and 2020 did. But we will get into that as we go on with the show. And so for those of you that don't know, my name is Eddie and I'll be your host and guide through the After the Storm podcast. So feel free to sit back, relax, pour yourself one final drink before the end of the year as we go through this journey of life self-acknowledgement and of course music
one thing that I can take that I took from 2022 is that boundaries are a good thing and to respect them and be true to them because one thing was that I allowed myself to have zero boundaries with one person and I wanted to try something new and different and that's a beautiful thing but at the very end through it all boundaries are necessary and they're needed so sticking true to your boundaries is what I learned for this year. This might sound a bit entitled, but this has been the best year of my life. Well, I had a son last year, and I've gotten to watch him grow over this past year, and change, and learn, and do a bunch of beautiful shit. So that's been pretty amazing. And I grew in my job, and I grew with my wife, and it's all been a year of growth, 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 growth. So that's pretty boring. And it makes me feel a little guilty that everyone else that I've talked to or heard about has had a pretty rough year. And I'm over here having the time of my life. So, yeah. So there's no light way to put it, but 2020, 2021, and honestly, some parts of 2019 were complete and utter shit for me. And I know I'm not the only one. We all have our things that we went through. Some people went through breakups. Some people lost their jobs. Some people had issues with their family. Some people just got in their own head. Anxiety levels were up. Uh, depression rates were up. There was just a multitude of things that led to just this decline in mental health across the board for so many people. But I cannot deny how shitty those years were. And so it's something that I personally am still learning from. And people that encountered me throughout that period didn't always get the best version of me. Uh, whether I had some kind of attitude problems or I just mentally wasn't there even though I physically was somewhere or I was going through an anxious episode or I would do things that were just completely out of my normal behavior. A lot of things were going on during those years and 2022 gave me an opportunity to sit down with myself, with my thoughts and really collect them and decide whether I was okay with the trajectory of where I was going personally. So 2022, let's get into it, right? So the early months, it's interesting because I feel like a lot of people when that clock hits midnight on December 31st and the the year changes and it's all of a sudden the new year, people get this excitement and they get this motivation to just completely start fresh and it's a beautiful thing but the problem with that is that it's not it doesn't magically happen it takes work 
and you can set all your resolutions and you can say this year is going to be my year. It's going to be different. But from December 31st to January 1st, nothing really changes but the year. Your life isn't just going to completely change and, and you're not just going to get all the things that you wanted just because the calendar flipped to another year. You have to put in the work. And so to say that just because the calendar flipped from 2021 to 2022, that all of a sudden all of my problems were fixed and that I felt great would be a complete and utter lie. January was still a very, very difficult month for me. And I went into that month, obviously, very excited, very motivated to uh, leave this version of me in the past and to just be the best version of myself and just be, you know, the, the person that I know I can be. And it was difficult because January, I was still definitely really going through it. I was still trying to find a way to regain that confidence that I knew I had lost at some point. And so I went out and I started doing things that I knew made me happy. I started leaning more into my creative side, which is something that uh, throughout 2020 and 2021, I had stopped doing. But it's something that I've always had in me, whether it's through blogging or it's through uh, making music or writing. There was always something that gave me personal time with myself to kind of heal that part of me that needed to be creative and that needed that outlet aside from the hours at work and aside from the social settings that I was always in. So immediately I started doing those things. I started uh, kind of filming more and taking more pictures. I made sure to write a lot more and I noticed how much it really helped. But even through that, I definitely felt like I still wasn't myself. So February comes around and in February, it's my birthday month. And I've always really enjoyed my birthday. It's always been uh, something that I love celebrating. I know a lot of people don't really care to celebrate their birthdays, but I think that uh, celebrating another year of life, another circle around the sun, it, it's always good. And we should always celebrate those little moments, those high moments, and we should always find time to celebrate ourselves because life is hard sometimes and it really is a victory just to make it to another year sometimes. So my birthday comes around and you'd think that uh, because of my past and how I've treated my birthday before, that this would be kind of like an enlightening time for me. But it was still difficult. I think it was the first time that I can remember really having birthday blues. And there was a plethora of reasons for it. I still didn't feel like myself. I still felt like I didn't really belong, like I needed something to kind of keep me going. Um, there were days where I kind of felt alone. And I think that's something that a lot of people feel on their birthdays. Uh, so February was still definitely a, a difficult period for me. And throughout the time, you know, the one of the common factors that I, that, that I noticed was uh, I would kind of drink um, and we all drink socially, right? But in the past, like it, it had never led to anything. But this time around, for some reason, right, I feel like I would drink and I would just get emotional and like I would just say the wrong things. And 
it was just completely out of character for me. And I think that was a direct sign as to uh, where I was mentally and the fact that I was definitely still struggling. Um, so February, despite being my birthday month, despite having a lot of great things to look back on that month, it was still very difficult. Uh, but along the way, I definitely was making sure that I was doing new things and that I was uh, kind of seeking ways to get out of my comfort zone. Uh, traveling more. I traveled in uh, in January to Asheville. In February, I didn't travel, but I ran a half marathon. I ran a 5K. I was doing new and exciting things that really kind of lifted my spirit and and showed me what I was capable of. So March comes around and I think March and April is where kind of the lowest points started to hit, right? So by March and April, I'm still traveling a lot more. March, I traveled to Minnesota. April, I traveled to Austin. And along the way there, I kind of really lost myself again. I realized that I was just looking for ways to stay distracted and not really giving myself the time to just be with my own thoughts and be uh and 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 understand what I needed to do to get out of this kind of funk that I was in. During that same time, during March and April is when the After the Storm podcast was first born. I was definitely excited about it. I was obviously very nervous. I I tell people all the time that they should go out and do those things that seem scary, but that would be fulfilling to them and that would warm their heart to do. And this is one of those things for me. But to say that it wasn't scary to put something out, because even though I say like the most important thing is for me to do this for myself, and the second that I start doing this for other people, then I really lose that identity of what this show is about. You still want to create something that people will enjoy, that people will like, that uh, people can relate to, because this process can be a lot of work. And if I'm creating something and producing something and putting it out into the world and it's going into deaf ears, then you'll lose motivation. So I guess I could take this moment uh, to segue a little bit and say how truly grateful and humbling it is when literally any of you reach out to me and tell me, hey, I heard this episode. Hey, like, thanks for sharing this wow, that was so brave for this person to say, or for the people that have been on the show, you know, for for being so open and being and giving me their time and sharing their stories. It's honestly so humbling. And I'm glad that I can create kind of this little platform and allow people to do something new and and something that takes them out of their comfort zone. And gives them an opportunity to share their story because everyone has a story to tell. And believe me, even though you may think that people don't care, people out there do care. So from the bottom of my heart, and I say this all the time, but I cannot say it enough. You guys have no idea how incredible it is to me when any of you reaches out, when anybody just talks to me about the podcast, I get really I get really shy about the podcast, honestly, because going with that mentality of like, 
I want to do this for myself and whoever wants to join and listen is more than welcome to. But I don't really like to go and tell people, hey, I have a podcast and uh, make that my whole personality. It's, it's not really about that. So when I've been around friends and when I've been around people who do that for me and kind of do that marketing for me, it's truly humbling because uh, I'm like one of those people. I don't always like to talk about my accomplishments and the things that I do, which to some people that may be a surprise, but it's the truth because uh, I just don't want to ever make it sound like I'm being arrogant or or that I'm doing this for anything, uh, for, for any other purpose than the purpose that I set out for. So thank you to all of you that listen. Thank you to all of you that reach out. And to those of you that uh, tell people about the podcast and create that kind of word of mouth marketing for me, it's it's so humbling, man. And and, and truly, I appreciate you guys and, and, and love you guys for that. Um, so I guess back into the 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 March and April months and what I was kind of going through at that time it was it was rough and and you know the the funny thing about it is that I had a lot of great days in between those months um I did some traveling as well um I remember seeing Bad Bunny there and then after I saw his concert it kind of shifted the whole idea of the first episode it really motivated me to kind of put that first episode out and and and, and whatnot but uh despite the traveling despite all the familiar faces that i saw uh i would just find myself in my own head and i continued kind of drinking to distract myself but not really realizing that i was doing it um and i would get to that point where like i would just have you know one too many and it would never lead to anything bad luckily like i'm not some crazy kind of drunk but it would just I would wake up the next morning and not feel good about myself and it it definitely was a difference from you know the the kind of like going out and partying that I had been used to before because I would wake up and the only repercussions I would feel from it was like I have a massive hangover you know I have a headache and I'd say oh my god I'm never drinking again but when my but when it leads to actions and when it leads to characteristics and personality traits that you know are not indicative of the person that you are, then you know that it starts to become a problem. And luckily, I figured that out way faster than um, I guess maybe others would. So March and April were really, really tough on me. Um, and, and I'm definitely happy that I kind of got to leave the city for a little bit. But I definitely feel like that was a period where I was relapsing back into that person that I wasn't 2021 that I didn't want to be. And I feel like I, it might've been people around me that I may have kind of put off at that time, or that I may have hurt in one way or another. And I felt true remorse for that. And so that was kind of the, what led into the, I guess the training upwards part of the year. So May, uh, comes around June, July, August, those summer months. And I don't know, which is crazy because from one day to another, seemingly out of the blue, you can just start to feel good again and like yourself. And maybe it was just that kind of potential that this summer had and the fact that we hadn't really had a real summer in two years. And so there was just a lot of excitement built around. But in May, I went back to doing a lot of things that I love to do 
uh, I made sure to prioritize music again and writing again. And I was uh, just hanging out with people, meeting a lot of new people, and just kind of being that open-minded and sociable person that I know that I can be, that I've been for the majority of my life. And so meeting a lot of new people and getting to kind of share my stories and hear what they have to say and hear their stories, it puts a lot of things into perspective. And it gives you the opportunity to kind of get a new idea, get a new perspective, hear new voices, kind of give you the advice that you you feel like you've never gotten before, that you may need to look elsewhere for. So it was definitely something that uh, I, I was happy I was able to do, was meeting those new people and getting back into the things that I know make me happy. So during that time, it gave me the opportunity to also really focus on this podcast, on this project, and sit down with myself once a week and dissect kind of the person that I had been over the past seven days and decide whether I was okay with the behavior that I showed with the person that I am and whether I was doing things that were going to help me get back to being the version of Eddie that I know that I can be. So it was great. And aside from that, it also gave me an excuse to have real and authentic conversations with a lot of people in my life. So I'm very grateful for what this show has also done for me personally. And those months, I definitely started to feel like myself again, which is, again, just the most interesting thing, how from one day to the next, seemingly after you put in some work and you you, you take time with yourself to make the, the right proper moves to, to become a better person, you you can see the changes. and. One of the cool things about this show is that I'm also learning along the way. And so I really started to focus on working out and going to the gym. Uh, I think for a long time, and I've mentioned this before in the show, but for a long time, uh, I may have been going to the gym kind of for the wrong reasons, kind of just like for uh, to just to look good for other people. And you know, for some people, that is a a motivating factor and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that but i think that once you're able to realize that you should do this for yourself first then you kind of really lock in and stay motivated because you can work out and work out and work out and still not attract the kind of person that you want to attract and if that's the road that you're choosing to go on you may never be satisfied with the way that you look with the way that you feel and how healthy you really are so Realizing that and making sure that I was working out and doing this for myself was such an important thing. And I always, always recommend to anyone out there, even if you're not going through it, even if life is gray and peachy, you should get out there, you should move, you should stay active because what it does for you, your physical and mental health really do correlate so, so much. And one of the early episodes that I did with one of my buddies, we talk about that correlation. And I learned so much just from that conversation that I had with him in real time as we're having the conversation. So this has been an educational uh, project for me as well. So working out, staying creative, getting to meet new people, having authentic conversations, all these things are what have helped me get back to being who I am. And 
I've also realized kind of my priorities in life when it comes to who and what I want to spend my time doing. I think that that phase of going out and partying and over drinking and getting drunk and all that, it's not something that I care to do all the time or as much as I used to in my earlier 20s. Sure, every once in a while with the right crowd, with the right people, if the moment is right, if the day is great, uh, if the sun is bright or the, the moon is shining, then yes, if if all those stars align, then sure, what's having one crazy little night gonna do? You know, you, you should be fine to do that. But I realized that my priorities really lie with getting to know the people in my life a lot better, having real and authentic conversations with them. Uh, not always just to see what's wrong or what's going on with them, but to have real life chats because you can be friends with people for 12 years, 13 years and realize that you don't really know the first thing about them. Realize that you've never had a conversation about your family. You've never had a conversation about what they're going through, about what their interests are, what they like, what they don't like. And these are people that have been in your life for years, people that have been to your birthdays, to your weddings, to your graduations. And yet you don't know anything about the person beyond a surface level. So getting to know those people, getting to know my friends and, and some of my family, right, on, on a, in a more direct and authentic level have really helped me kind of understand who I've surrounded myself with and what it is about these people that makes me gravitate towards them. So I genuinely enjoy doing that. And sometimes not just with people that I have in my life now, but from people that I've known in passing and that I just find interesting, that I want to get to know more. Because you never know, you could watch somebody live their life through Instagram and not know that all it would take is just one simple little hangout, one simple little date to realize like, wow, this person has a lot about them and I want to be a part of their life. So I genuinely always promote that idea of going out, having one-on-ones and really having those little dates. And by dates, it doesn't always have to be romantic. It could just be, you know, like a friend date, a bro date or whatever, you know, get to know the people around you better so that you can understand each other uh, beyond just that surface level. And that is really what I prioritize. And going into this next year is what I will continue to prioritize. And also understanding that the energy that I give back to someone is what I expect from them. And I, at the same time, with that being said, you cannot always expect yourself out of others. But when you feel as though you give and you give and you give and you give and you don't really get much in return, then you can start to realize like this is more of a one-sided dynamic than you may have thought. And when that happens, that doesn't mean that you can't be friends, doesn't mean you can't have a relationship. It just means that you need to tone it back and spend more time and energy on yourself rather than on people that will not give you the time of day very often. So definitely one of the things that I'm prioritizing going into this year. But man, along the way, I've I've learned so much. And uh, despite all the things that I have going on in the background and my personal life, in the grand scheme of things, 2022 was actually a fantastic year. Uh, I grew 
in my career. I made a lot of new friends uh, and and kind of got closer to a lot of other people, discovered more about myself, and really kind of started that that work that I that I've been putting off to be that version of myself that I know I can be. And I know I may walk around and I may tell people I'm awesome, I'm this, I'm great. And I mean, I am like, I'm just being honest. I'm pretty, pretty great, but I could always be better and I'm not perfect and no one is perfect. And so I will continue to put in that work as we go forward. So, and aside from that, you know, for a long time, um, career wise, I wasn't sure what the next step was for me. Uh, I had graduated in 2017. I did a couple internships. I was working in a restaurant, uh, serving, and I knew that I hated it there. I knew that I didn't want to be a career server. And honestly, I never realized the effect that working in that industry had on my mental health. I knew that I didn't want to be there. I knew that uh, I was waking up to go to work to a place that I hated being at. But I guess now that I get to like, take a step back and look back at those years, I can truly say that um, they were some of the most mentally damaging years of my life. But with that being said, the experience that I gained from it have helped me just tremendously in this period of my life with my new career um, that I'm so thankful to have a career that honestly, I wasn't always sure I was going to have. It was just so hard to get in. But luckily, uh, you know, I just happen to know the right person. And ever since I've kind of just ran with it. And I feel like I've grown so much in my time there. I love my job. I love the people that I work with. Uh, I've already grown so much within the year and a half and look forward to growing even more uh, this following year. And honestly, when you work at a place and when you work with people that you genuinely like and care for, uh, it just makes a big part of our day that much easier. I often tell people that there are plenty of days where the easiest part of my day are those hours of nine to five and sometimes beyond that when I'm working because I'm in a zone, I'm focused and I'm doing work that I actually care to do and working with people that make it easy to work with. Uh, so genuinely uh, looking back on that, on some of the great experiences that I've had, some of the travel that I've done, the new people that I've seen, there really have been so many more highs than there have been lows this year. And really the first half of the year and the second half of the year are just night and day. And along the way, you know, despite saying that this second half of the year has been a lot better that doesn't mean that I don't have my days. And I think it's important for us to understand that and to normalize that, to realize that not every day is going to be a great day. And there's not always going to be a reason for it. Some days you may just wake up anxious. Some days you may just wake up like you feel like the weight of the world is back on your shoulders again for no particular reason. And that's just a part of life that you kind of have to shake off at some point and deal with. So when those happen, I kind of just know through experience that this will also pass. The holidays just passed. And uh, I guess maybe it's because when I was younger, I loved Christmas and I loved 
this period of time, I would watch all you know all the claymation movies on ABC Family, and just really get into the holiday spirit. And the older that I've gotten, I realized that Christmas just means that now I have to. Uh, it, it feels more like an obligation, and you know now I have nieces and nephews, so it's always nice to to gift them things and see the smiles on their faces. But it, it, holiday blues are a real thing, and it's definitely something that I feel like I've experienced. And so you just have to roll with those punches, you know, and and understand that not every day is going to be so blue. So that's part of the progression that I've been going through. That. I've tried to kind of make sure that I understand. And I just want to relay that message to everybody else because you could have six great days of the week, but that one one negative day may outweigh the rest of them. So don't let that happen. Just remember that those days, those moments, they all pass and that you'll be fine and okay again. So it's been a hell of a year. And this episode was unscripted. I'm sure there are a lot of things that I'm going to forget, that I'm going to miss out on, that I'm not, you know, that I'm not going to really bring up um, just because I, I'll probably forget. But it's it's been a year. It's definitely been a year. And so I let's actually take this opportunity right now to uh, stop my whole thing and hear what some of you guys have to say on some of your highs and lows of the year. Hi again, my name is Zoe and I want to start by saying that 2022 has been good to me and probably better than most years. So to say I have a low point feels wrong, but there was a time this year where I felt very sad. Earlier this year, I participated on a jury for a federal case that kind of took me out of my everyday reality. Um, Although I don't condone the crimes that were committed, I understand why someone might make certain choices in life and that sometimes is just the lack of choice. Um, Sometimes it gets hard to remain empathetic towards people that disagree with you, but you really never know, know why people make choices and what they've been through. Um, On the other hand, my high for this year is getting what I consider my dream job. I actually love and enjoy work now, um, and for a while it felt like others believed in me more than I believed in myself, Um, but this year that attitude changed and I am deserving of, you know, this. My name's Caitlin, and looking back on the year, When I think about my lowest point, I could say an obvious answer of going through a serious breakup and, you know, dealing with that. But I don't think that that was my lowest point looking back. I think that my lowest point was, you know, forgetting how to love myself and not seeing myself for what I really am. And with that, my highest point was giving back to myself and getting myself to a point where I don't need anyone else's opinion to make me feel good about myself because I love myself exactly how I am. And also seeing Smashing Pumpkins in concert. That was really great. 
my lowest low was that I cried for a couple of months back to back about work, back to back weeks, back to back days. And my highest high is that I traveled to Europe twice in one year, both with my husband and also with my best friends and had a lot of great experiences and really what that taught me or reminded me is that I need to learn how to unplug from work, not just through long vacations, but implement it into my day-to-day life. It's a big work in progress. What's up after the storm podcast? This is Richie at Rich the Shooter. Well, I've had many highs and I've had many lows. Something I've learned to do though is just not get too low on the lows. So something I've learned to do to not get too low when do when the lows do come is just to appreciate all the small things that we have on a daily basis that we may take for granted. Honestly, just being here or just being loved by your family. You have to really appreciate that. You have to appreciate, you know, having a job, whether you like your job or not. So I think just appreciating things helps the lows not be too low. Um, As far as the highs go, I mean, anytime I've been able to have the opportunity to work with any professional athlete, I think that that's been a high, of course, that I absolutely love and adore because I get to combine my passion of sports and photography or videography. And not to mention, um, as far as another high is just, you know, having an awesome girlfriend that loves me, that shows me love. Um, I think that that is a high every single day that I guess a lot of people would take for granted, but I definitely do not. And as far as a low that I've had this year, I mean, I remember one time I got home and dropped my one of my external hard drives with work that I had to turn in for some clients and stuff like that. And that was pretty embarrassing. And that was a really low moment. But like I said, you just got to learn to appreciate small things and be honest with people. And I think that that helps the lows not be super low. My greatest blessing for 2022 is probably the obvious one. You know, I got into Colombia for film. It's what I've been trying to achieve for the past two years. And ultimately, it was truly my greatest moment because the moment I found out, I was literally next to Wit, who had her and I together sacrificed so much for this moment. And it was everything. And it was also everything mostly because it was directly connected to my lowest point of the year. Before I finally got accepted into Columbia, I had already been turned down by six different colleges. I had gone through hard times. I I needed support from my family, from my friends. I really almost gave up. I'd almost given up my dream and switched straight back to my original major of political science. And if it wasn't for those hard times, the great ones would have never been as high. And I would never take anything back. It was honestly so inspiring to hear you guys discuss your highs and lows. Whether it be about those difficult breakups that you went through and what it meant for you and how you had to rediscover yourself as a person and just be more graceful with yourself. Or whether it be about working so tirelessly to achieve something 
And then just being told no, being told no repeatedly after one after the after the other, only to then realize that you were capable all along. Um, and then for those of you that realize that it's important to uh, put work and all these things to stress us out to the side and just take time to enjoy life and travel and be around your friends and those loved ones. It, it truly is super, super inspiring to hear all these stories. And also from those of you that had great years and had nothing negative to say, it's it's honestly great. I'm so excited and happy about the growth and all the things that we all have uh, coming this year for us. So just thanks to all of you for sharing, for inspiring me as well because it really gives me that juice that and, and, and that kind of confidence that we're really doing something. We're creating some kind of community here where we feel open and available to express these uh, life moments, whether they be lows or they be highs. So thank you to each and every one of you um, for sharing again, for inspiring me. I feel pumped up now and I can't wait um, for the highs and lows of next year, you know, uh, particularly the highs, uh, maybe not so much the lows, but, uh, I think that from what I've heard, a lot of us definitely, uh, are on the right path and trending upwards, uh, going forward. So thank you to all of you for sharing. So one of the things that obviously we speak about a lot on this podcast and one that I have sort of hinted at or mentioned some things here and there about is that idea of dating and what that can do to you at this phase in your life. Now, for many of you, you're already married, engaged in a relationship. And uh, although that's great, I'm sure that many of you still have the things that you work on with your partner and that not every single day is as peachy as the last. Um, but I have a different perspective because as someone who is 29 and actively dating, you now arrive at a point where you have to decide what it is that you're looking for. Because now when you date, it's very, it's much more open. I think it's something about people being uh, in their late 20s and early 30s. It just makes them more vocal about it, what it is that they're looking for, what it is they're seeking. And for some, it's just looking for something casual, somebody to have fun with, somebody to hang out with, someone who does not need the uh, the title and the affirmation of being uh, your significant other. And then for others, there are definitely people who are dating to find that one because for many, uh, they may have already set out a plan where they wanted to be engaged or married by this point and have a family. And for one reason or another, life just didn't turn out that way. For others, that potential uh, may have happened. And then for one reason or another, it just didn't work out. And now you find yourself back in a dating pool. So as someone who is out there actively dating, I have found myself in very peculiar situations throughout the year. And although I spent the entire year single, uh, I do have a fair share of stories that I could share. Now, I'm not here to do that. I'm not here to talk about my dating life, but more so I wanted to use that to segue into 
a conversation about making sure that you pretty much date yourself first, that you're okay with the person that you are at this point. Because if you're out there at this stage of the game and you're looking for someone serious and you're looking for uh, you know something that can be authentic and real, then you have to be okay with the version of yourself that you are going to present to that person. Because if you go into it and you latch onto them and you uh, kind of depend your happiness on them, that can create a plethora of issues. And you'll never truly be happy because your happiness will depend on somebody else. So that is one thing that I know going into this next year and really that I've done over the past couple of months, uh, one thing that I prioritized is to make sure that when I am going on dates, when I'm talking to new people, that I'm okay with the version of myself that I am. And that I'm not just using them as a distraction or as someone to kind of fill some kind of void. And I just want to kind of make that PSA for people out there who may feel like they're doing that, um, if that's what they're looking for. Again, if you're just someone who's out there casually dating, then by all means, have fun with it. Do what you want to do. Be safe about it. But just make sure that uh, you're okay with the person that you are uh, going into it because you may end up bleeding on others um, unintentionally. And leading people into situations that you're not prepared to handle. So make sure that you're doing that. And with that being said, make sure you're giving your energy to the right people at the right time. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've been in situations where I maybe overdo it and I exert myself too much and I give way too much of my energy to something that is just dead in the water, something that is just never going to happen. And that doesn't just mean in relationships, but, you know, to some friends as well. So when you are exerting that much energy into someone who's not reciprocating it, then you realize that that is wasted time that you could have been using on yourself to better yourself, to set those boundaries and to make sure you have people in your life who are willing and able to care about you, be there for you, support you, and actually be a friend, a partner, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, whatever it may be. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself going into next year. So my low for this year has had to be going through one of the hardest breakups I've had to go through with a person that I was with for a very long time. I knew it was the best decision for me, but I knew it wasn't going to be the easiest or the smoothest. Leaving somebody that has been your best friend and your partner in crime for so long took a very big toll on me, which I won't get into the whys or the what happens because it, it was such a complex situation. But at last, um, I didn't know who I was for some time after it happened. My anxiety was off the charts and for a person that already suffers from anxiety it was just added pressure for me but as you all know time heals everything and it did for me even if you don't know why something is happening to you at the moment you'll eventually make sense of it the high for me was 
honestly just relearning who I am, getting the confidence and independence that I have been wanting to for such a long time, to go through life feeling complete and whole on my own. Obviously, not every day is easy. I think this journey has been a, ro a little roller coaster for me. There's days where I feel like I'm on top of the world and others where I can't seem to have any motivation and literally contemplating if it was going to get any better. It's But it's turned around so much. These past few months, I feel stronger, happier, and my self-love has grown tremendously. This experience, because that's what life is, a bundle of experiences that we go through to make us stronger, has taught me that whatever you are going through, it will pass. Days will get brighter. And it's taught me not to self sell yourself short or think you deserve any less than your worth. Someone will see your light and not try to dim it, but instead make your light shine even brighter. I'm so thankful for my friends and family, the support that everyone has given me and sometimes without even knowing what I was internally going through has helped me so much. I have met and reconnected with some of the greatest humans and souls and it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for that decision. So if you are going through something, please don't keep it to yourself. Let someone know because you really don't know how someone's perspective can guide your situation in any positive direction or you can even help that person with whatever they are going through. Just know you don't have to go through whatever you're going through alone. And honestly, you'll know who to share it with, someone that makes you feel safe and heard. Also, side note, what I've learned, working out and going to the gym actually helps. I was so skeptical about it and I was like, how can this even make a difference? But honestly, moving your body and getting all of that negative energy and toxins out does wonders. Obviously, music was such a big part of it as well this is Nati by the way thank you so much for listening part of every new year and part of these resolutions that we all make is that idea of growth that's why we make resolutions right in one way or another we all want to grow whether it's you know from health or mentally or as a person whatever it may be we set these resolutions out because we want to improve and grow as people Now, what happens when you do that is that you end up putting off a lot of people, people who have been accustomed to a particular version of you their entire life. Now, all of a sudden may end up seeing a version of you that they are not familiar with. And sometimes this is a negative thing and sometimes it's a positive thing. But the people in your life need to understand that the person that you are today is not the same that you'll be tomorrow. I am not the same person that you heard on last week's episode. I'm also not the same person that you heard on the first episode of this podcast. I'm not the same person today that I will be tomorrow. Every day, something about you can change. Every hour, every minute. Things are always constantly changing. So part of that is being okay with the idea that your growth may put people off. That people may see it in the wrong way. And if they see it that way, if they're not okay with you doing the things that you need to do to grow, to, to be a better person, to be more positive in your life, the, if you need distance, if you need space from somebody, then they're not exactly the people that you should have around you supporting you, right? So I actually just had someone very close to me send me this thread that I would love to share with all of you because I feel like it's something that I personally have been struggling with a little bit because 
I've discussed on this show, on this episode about wanting to become that person that I know I can be, but I feel like the best version of me is one that has yet to exist. So in that, she she sends me this thread and I want to share it with you guys real quick. As you become more you, you'll become less you in the eyes of certain people. But it's not your responsibility to keep up with versions of you that they want to see. You sabotage your growth every time you invite energy that doesn't sit well with your soul to the table. The moment you have to sacrifice parts of your being or walk on eggshells to appease, it's never worth it. When you're the source of your own happiness, you can never feel empty. When you're the source of your own love, you can never run out. The river runs deep. Some will be intimidated by your revolutions. Some will be inspired. But it is not your responsibility to exist in between those two feelings for anyone. Make more room for you. More space to make mistakes without attaching resentment to yourself. More patience with yourself in your regretful moments. More love to the beautiful parts of you that you've hidden out of shame. Give yourself permission to create infinite possibilities. And in that comes that conversation about change. And all these resolutions that we're all about to put into play. Some people may be turned off by them. You may have to cut people off from your life that have been loyal to you, that you've cared about your entire life, but that you at some point or another realize just do not add value to your life. And when you're exerting energy on people that drain you and drain you and drain you and add nothing of value to it, it's wasted time. It's wasted energy. And it's hard. You, you may have to have a lot of hard conversations to see with people you don't want to have those conversations with. But it's important to do that because you need to put yourself first. So make sure that you're doing that. Make sure that you use this opportunity, this changing of the, the year, the, the flipping the calendar over, whatever you want to call it. Make sure you're using this opportunity to surround yourself with the people that you know will help you grow, will help you be the best version of yourself. And if you have to distance yourself from some people, if you have to take space from some people, then so be it. Just go about it in a respectful way. Have a conversation about it because the last thing you want to do is just completely ghost somebody that you feel has been close to you, that you feel has meant something to you, that has made an impact on you. So have those conversations with them describe what it is you're going through and make those adjustments that you need to make. But prioritize yourself and stop putting your energy into everyone else before you. One of my resolutions going into this year is to say no more often. And in return, I guess that could also mean saying yes to myself more. I've been someone who I give and I give and I give and I give and at times I may not receive it all. And that's okay. Because the second that you give and you give and you give with the expectation that you're going to receive something back, then you know that you're not doing it for the right reasons. You know that you go into it with different intentions, with an ulterior, uh, an, an alternate motive. So make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. But prioritize yourself. And that's something that I'm going to do this year. And in that comes that idea of saying no more often and saying yes to myself. Uh, and 
it's okay to be selfish for yourself and and despite the fact that people see you as a selfless person because if you're not able to be that best you then they'll never see your full potential and i know i just hit you with a bunch of cliches and all this shit and whatever but i mean it's just true i had so much to say it's been such a roller coaster year and a year for growth and i think next year will be an even better year i'm finally really excited about the prospects of what this year could be um these final days uh they're not always going to be easy you're looking back at a year where you know things may have been great and it, it can be exciting and it can be scary going into a new era a new phase a new period but with that said uh it's it's time to definitely put yourself first and make sure that uh, you walk out of this year and next year uh, reaching that potential that you know you have. Hi, hi. I didn't forget. So let's keep it short and sweet. Um, so per your question, um, I was thinking about it a lot. And I feel like um, one thing I can tell you that I learned this year from my, um, you know, from the beginning of this year, from my low season to my high season, from my valley to the mountaintop, I guess you'd say, um, is pretty much that um, change is constant. And the only thing we are in control of is our attitude and how we react to things and how we respond to the things that happen to us. And um, it is our responsibility to go through it and grow from it. And um, and I think, yeah, change is the only thing that's constant in this life. And it's a matter of just facing life with grace and with understanding that things will come and go and it is pretty much how we respond to each and every little thing and circumstance that comes our way so that's something i've learned and what else and yeah that's pretty much it that's something i've definitely um you know been really reflecting on and also um to be vulnerable i think that's one thing i've struggled with and like opening up and like sharing what i may be going through i am one to isolate so um just talking about it and being around people that uplift you and that you know help you see the best of you of yourself when you can't see it is very important and to talk about it to talk what you may be going through so that you just you know feel a sense of that you're not the only one going through it and that you're really not alone and that's something I've learned that we are not made to be alone we are wired to be connected we desire connection we want connection and so yeah community has been the one thing that I take with me from 2022 for sure it's been a big big it's made a huge impact in my life so yeah as someone who listens to people's problems for a living, I am deeply aware of how much a person can endure in a year's time. Naturally, we all have ups and downs. It's what makes us human. However, one thing I am reminded of during my work is how resilient we can be. 
how we can take more than we think. It takes hard work and consistency, but humans, we're, we're adaptive creatures. We survive, but surviving all the time can feel tremendously exhausting. This new year, I want to encourage those I interact with to incorporate more moments of living, not just surviving, but find time to live. On a personal note, 2022 was a year of transition for me. This year, I graduated from student to doctor, which came with a difficult time adjusting and not feeling fully ready to step into this new role. I admit I was impatient with myself for having a tough time adjusting, but I slowly allowed myself to be human. I gave myself permission to adapt and to learn. I also transitioned from a boyfriend to a husband. Now, stepping into that role was much more fun and relatively easy. Still, my wife and I recognize and we accept that the journey ahead will have some challenging moments where adjustments will be needed and also moments where things seem to fall into place. 2022 has reminded me to be okay with the growing pains that come with change and the power and compassion that comes from giving yourself space to adjust and to adapt. So with 2022 now down to its final days, we say goodbye to the year that was and hello to the year that will be. So wherever you are, whether you're in your car with a water bottle next to you, in the office with a mug or some coffee in it, or at home with a glass of wine, lift your glass metaphorically or literally. And here's a toast to 2022, to all that it gave us, to all that we may have lost, and to 2023 for all that it will give us and all that we may lose. Life will go on from December 31st to January 1st, but at least it gives us the opportunity to start over and turn a new leaf. So I want to once again thank every single one of you for being a part of the ride, being uh, listeners, or being on the show. And I'm so excited for the continued growth of this show to have more of you on here and to just see how far we can take this baby because this is only the beginning. And I 
can't say enough um, how grateful I have been to just have this opportunity to do this and to share this with all of you as well. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I've run out of words. I have run out of words. I feel like I've spoken enough this year. Uh, I think this is episode like 22 in total. So you've definitely heard my voice a lot. If you've heard all these episodes or if you've heard a couple of them, I've rambled on and I've said all I've needed to say, although I'm sure I still have more to say. So in the bottom of my heart, thank you again. Thank you, all of you, uh, for sharing your highs and lows. These were some of mine. I definitely have way more to share that I just can't think of right now. I'm delusional. I'm tired. It's two in the morning, uh, but we had to get this done one way or another. So cheers to all of you. I can't wait to see many of you uh, next year. Uh, familiar faces, new faces. Uh, let's, you know, let's, let's make it the best year we can make it. Um, and I genuinely hope that you guys have enjoyed the ride and that uh, the end of the year for you just is as phenomenal as it possibly can be. I'm rooting for each and every one of you at the end of this year and the beginning of next year. So thank you again. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Enjoy the end of the year. Enjoy your New Year's with your loved ones, with your friends. Uh, be safe out there. Don't get too crazy. And I will see all of you soon. Peace and love. Happy New Year's. Cheers to 2023. Okay, wait, I had one more surprise before the end of the year. Okay. Play the song. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it In New York, New York These vagabond shoes Are longing to stray Right through the very heart of it In New York, New York I want to wake up in a city that doesn't sleep And find I'm king of the hill Top of the heap These little town blues Are melting away I'll make a brand new start of it In old New York if I can make it there, I'll make it anywhere. It's up to you, New York, New York. <laughs> oh, happy New Year, everybody. Be safe out there. Love you. I want to. In a city that never sleeps 
up to you, New 